the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 402 on AM 560 WFIL. Good afternoon. It's Tim DeMoss, and this is the Tim DeMoss Show. Glad you have tuned in, and uh, we're looking forward to jumping in with a number of topics this hour. Starting off with the forecast for you, just cloudy, a few showers and thunder showers the rest of the afternoon, 70 for the low or so tonight. Uh, maybe upper 60s tomorrow on the cloudy side. Might get a few showers later in the day. High of 84. And then Thursday, still kind of cloudy, but some sunshine mixed in. Nice day shaping up for Thursday and a high of 73. Phil's uh, lost 10-1 to Colorado last night. Not quite a nail-biter. Puts them at 78 and 78. So they have 500 record, five losses in a row. Hopefully they can turn things around and finish with a winning record this week. Flyers lost in uh, preseason hockey to Boston, 5-4. They're home this Thursday against the Rangers. The real deal gets going a week from Thursday. That's the 4th of October. Uh, and speaking of the 4th, it's actually bring your Bible uh, to school day. We'll talk about more of that a little bit later on. Eagles home against, or I should say, are on the road at uh, Tennessee this coming Sunday. Save the Children is something we've been talking about. Just to give you a quick update on that. Very excited uh, we're up to 2265 now of the $5,600 goal. So we've had several folks help out since yesterday. We're 40% of the way there, which is excellent. We are hoping to wrap up by the end of the week, meaning uh, you know, it's technically Sunday, the month of September. So we're making good progress. We've almost kind of doubled things in the last few days. So I, sometimes I guess it happens in life as you get a little closer uh, you know, to a deadline, you start to focus on it more and work at it. But uh, Save the Children is a ministry. They work around an organization. They work around the country with, uh, I think it's 125-plus countries. And they do all kinds of good work. uh, But we're focusing on one aspect of their work, which is helping children who are suffering from severe acute malnutrition. It's a very practical opportunity to be God's hands and feet. We're grateful to be involved. We're grateful for all those who have helped out. If you'd like to help out, it's simple. You can either call or go to our website. The toll-free number specially set up for our radio station is 888-884-4836. It's 888-884-4836. Or you can click the Save the Children banner at WFIL.com. This is not about taking one uh, you know, child from a meal a day to two or increasing what they already have or two meals to three. It's really about helping children who are literally in danger of starving. Uh, obviously serious, but something that we can at least do. You know, put your put your cape on and super suit and uh, make a call or go online and and help what you can, you know, whatever you can do is a good thing. Don't let uh, the fact that you can't do everything stop you from doing something. And especially as a, as a listening family, when we sat down and thought about this, $5,600 is doable. So we want to feel like, OK, we did something. And so we're again, we're over the $2,000 mark, $2,265, uh, 40 percent of the way there. So if you would be so kind as to call, even if you do, uh, you know. something like that. You can do a monthly gift. It actually counts 10 times face value toward the goal. The suggested amount is a one-time $60 gift because that can provide enough ready-to-use therapeutic food and emergency medicine to rescue one child. So if you want to kind of get a basic unit down, that's a great way to go. Uh, Either side of that, totally fine. So again, thanks to all those who have helped out and, and hopefully more will, and we can get to that goal by the end of the week. 
Again, 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836, or click the Save the Children banner at WFIL.com. One of the things I'd like to do this hour, I mentioned it over the last few shows, is hand out some Six Flags tickets. I've been cleaning up my desk and going through everything and organizing and getting ready for the next you know weeks and months to come. And I have a, lot, a little stack of Six Flags tickets. So I want to give out our number right now at 800-560-WFIL. That's 800-560-9345. We'll take the first one through to pick up a couple of tickets for Six Flags. We'll mail those out to you tomorrow. And then you can uh, utilize them as you wish. They're good through early November. Like I think it's the 11th, so you have some time to do that. 800-560-9345. First one through picks up Six Flags tickets. Hello. Hello. I think we have someone here. Hang on one second. Let me go over here. I'm getting used to this new uh, control board here. Hello. Am I the first one? You are. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, thank you. You're thank you, thank welcome. you, thank you. You're welcome, welcome, welcome. What's your name? <laughs> My name is Lynn, Lynn Bedwell. And where are you from? Uh, Lansdowne, PA. Congratulations. Well, well, to get your... Well, your info, and we can mail these out to you uh, tomorrow. So we want to make sure you oh, get them. Oh, that's really great. Yeah. You've been listening to the station for a while? or, or... Oh, years. Many, many years. Okay. Yes, I love WFIL. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks for calling in. We'll do it again this hour. Keep our number handy, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Not just yet, but soon. We're going to take a brief break. We'll come back at you. What I'd like to do over the course of this hour is give you a little flashback over several of the guests we've had in these first couple of weeks of having the program. We've had a wonderful cross-section of national and local ministries and guests and music and sports. So we'll give you a little snippet. If you're just new to the station or new to the program, uh, you'll get a little idea of what this has been about and where we're headed. And again, we will give away more Six Flags tickets. So don't, uh, uh, if you didn't win, don't get discouraged. Keep your phone, the phone number handy, 800-560-9345. We'll ask you to call in again soon on WFIL. 410 on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL. We are uh, giving a little recap of the program the first couple of weeks we've been around. And uh, one of the reasons and one of the, the heart, you know, where it's coming from from our heart as far as doing this program is to have uh, a local angle to things. Uh, we have a lot of wonderful national ministries on WFIL. You know, we have Adrian Rogers in the morning with uh, Love Worth Finding. And we have In Touch, Dr. Charles Stanley and... Uh, you know, know the Truth, Pastor Philip DeCourcy, and Alistair Begg comes up at 5 o'clock, Truth for Life. There's just a handful of many other wonderful ministries. But we also want to make sure we have a local angle and a local connection. So some of the guests on this program have been national. Say David Akers, a Hall of Fame kicker for the Eagles, as an example. We'll give you a couple others as we go along here. But we also want to, again, tie in locally. One of the people I just gave a con- had a conversation with, uh, about a week ago, her name is Kim, and she's from an organization that she started called New Life Animal Rescue, and it's uh, it's uh, actually a network uh, of foster air, uh, homes, I should say, where they help with uh, with dogs primarily, but other animals too. And they have an event coming up called Gone to the Dogs. It's actually a huge a huge event. Almost five thousand people were there last year uh, on the Burlington County Fairgrounds. And uh, I was there last year and saw it firsthand. It was wonderful. Lots of vendors and crafters and a, a big uh, silent auction thing. And so there's a lot to see and do. So you can Google that or look that up. Uh, uh, but I want to just give you a little insight as to what the mission's about and where Kim's coming from and all this. So let me just give you a little handful of uh, of that here as our conversation with Kim as I was asking her about 
uh, the fact that they're looking to foster, you know, find foster homes for these animals, and uh, but not just saying, "Hey, that's a cute dog. Can I take him home?" I, my question to her was like, "You you educate the, the potential, uh, you know, foster parents and help to know, you know, have it all ready and more official than just I'd love to have a cute dog uh, to take home, right?" Exactly. Yep. Our adoptions all include up-to-date vaccines and preventative, sire neuter, microchip, and 30 days of free pet insurance and treatment of any illness or injury. And we do meet the families. We do a home check. And it's great that we foster all the animals because we get to know them very well. So we make the right match for not only the dog or cat, but also for the family. And we want everybody to have the perfect match. So, you know, you have your forever family member. (laughs) It's quite a Quite a ministry, New Life Animal Rescue. The the event is Saturday. We're talking about a Saturday, October 6th from 10 to 4 at the Burlington County Fairgrounds. Uh, mentioned at the beginning of our chat how New Life Animal Rescue is not a building per se, but it's a network uh, with num- a number of shelters, I guess, in the area. And, uh, yeah, foster homes. Foster homes. Mm-hmm. What geographic range would you say New Life Animal Rescue covers? We've Try to stay within an hour drive radius of Marlton, New Jersey. We're kind of that's kind of our home base area. Okay. Because um, we have the veterinarians in this area that we work with, and just so we have easy access if our fosters or adopters need any help or support along the way. Okay. Now I know that you do uh, a ton of work and are very dedicated and committed to this. And so one of the aspects when I, I was thinking about you was talking about the aspect of volunteering. Just to, you know, many hands make light the work, my mom used to say, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure she's not alone. But is that an area that would be practical? Like I, I'm thinking of, for example, someone could be listening who either goes to school needs a service project or it could be, you know, someone who could do a semester worth uh, worth of work. Maybe, you know, I don't know what you need, what the needs are for New Life Animal Rescue, mm-hmm. but is, is something like that or someone who just is in the community ongoing, they could help one day a month or one day a week? Yeah. Um, well, if you know, if it wasn't the right time to be a foster family, which we really need the most, um, hmm. we've had groups and students that have maybe done like a donation drive or groups of coworkers that have done donation drives and things like that. So, you know, we're always looking for donations of cleaning products and puppy food and dog food, cat food. You know, so that's always a great way to support as well. Okay. Lots of different touch points and intersections in uh, maybe we could wrap up our time, Kim, by uh, the name, obviously, is a, when I saw the name New Life Animal Rescue for the first time a little over a year ago, I was like, well, uh, that that name sounds like there's a spiritual meaning behind it. And then I come to find <laughs> that that's the case. We could, you could chat about that a little bit. Absolutely. Yep. That's where my heart is. And New Life, as in, just like when we have a new life in Christ, you know, these animals, they get their new life when they come to New Life Animal Rescue. We give them their second chance. And uh, it really is a ministry and just a blessing to be able to help them and bless the families that end up adopting. And they really become part of our family. You know, we call them our, our new life family, extended family. So I get very close with all of our adopters, and it's really great to follow up and help along like that. That's Kim from New Life Animal Rescue. You can find out more about them at newlifeanimalrescue.org. And again, their event's coming up. On Saturday, October 6th, just a a little bit of an example of how we'd like to use this uh, hour that God's given us on the air, both locally and nationally. Uh, I'd like to uh, give away another pair of Six Flags tickets right now. So I told you to keep the number handy. I'll take the first one through at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. And we will hook you up with two tickets to Six Flags, uh, 800 560 
888-900-9345. We also have a couple other giveaways we're going to do. Let's uh, go to the phones. Hello. What's your name? Lori. And where are you from? King of Prussia. Thanks for calling in. You're a winner. Awesome. Thank you. Laura, you were a winner before you called, but now you're an extra, you know, a level of winning because we had these tickets. I'm, <laughs> I'm ripping That's off. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you've been listening to the station for a while or? I do. Yes. Both morning, um, evening, wow. basically anytime I'm in the car. That's cool. We're glad to have you listening in and I'm going to put you on hold. Joe's going to take your info down and we'll get these out in the morning to you. Okay. Thanks so much. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling in. We have more tickets we're going to give away, so don't uh, don't keep the don't lose the number eight hundred five sixty nine three four five eight hundred five sixty nine three four five. We'll do another pair of tickets coming up in just a little bit. Uh, one other example of uh, what we'd like to have on our program is try to be timely with things. You know, I I've worked in radio for a lot of years, and uh, I've I've done a lot of different things, including cover the Phillies uh, and Flyers and Eagles for many many years. Um, and the reporters there and the writers and TV people, they all have different jobs. They have different um, levels of pressure, if you will. I'll give you one example. I'll tell you a quick story, and then I'll, I'm going to play a quick clip for you. Um, part of what I've done over the years is work for the Associated Press. And a very good friend of mine, Rob Bondi, who's also been on our program, he wrote a book called The Birds of Prey, um, endorsed by Carson Wentz, among others. Um, he was the, He's the head writer for the Associated Press. In Philadelphia, so you know, Associated Press is the world's largest news gathering agency. They do stories and then push them out to different markets. and uh, And he's so he's the main guy for the Phillies and for the Eagles in Philadelphia. So if you're a Phillies or an Eagles fan, here's a little backdrop. Rob, the whole time at, at an Eagles or a Phillies game, he'll be writing, and sometimes if the game's close, he's writing two different stories. Uh, because, you know, if they, if they kick the field goal and they win, they score a touchdown at the very end, or a guy hits a home run and the, the score changes, the other team wins, he has to have another story ready to send in right away. So it's a lot of work, especially if the game's close. My job uh, working – so he, he would do that and file that story. So if you go online and, you, and you're looking for a story about the Eagles game, there'll be something there within a minute or two or three after the game being over. But then an hour later – he has to put up something that is uh, another angle to the story, involves quotes. And so one of the things I did was to work with him and go to the locker room or press conferences after the game and try to get some audio from different players or coaches or whatever. And then sometimes I'm in the locker room texting him quotes or I'm emailing. I have my laptop. I'm in the press conference and I'm just trying to get him information because then he takes that uh, and other sources. He has other ways of doing it. And then he writes Another story or two more stories that are fuller with more um, you know, content from the players right after the game. So that's a, that's a very high-pressure situation because I have to get info and turn it around really quickly so he can write it, like get my quotes that I got for him, and then put them in and send that out to all the outlets. It's a very high-pressure kind of situation. So, And frankly, it's not my favorite because I would much rather have an ongoing rapport and a relationship building going on. I, I, you know, Sometimes I would cover the Phillies for – days or weeks, and then over time you get to know a player and you see them in their element, and then you have them on your show, and then you're able to you know, talk in a more, uh, not a soundbite way, but in a more holistic way. So uh, that said, Paul Bird is a guy we had in the program recently. we give you a little clip of him. He is uh, he was a, he pitched for seven teams in Major League Baseball, including with the Phillies in the late 90s. He was an all-star for the Phillies. He pitched for the Atlanta Braves. And currently... He is a broadcaster for Fox Sports South, and he's a solid believer as well. And uh, we had him on the program the day of 
the Phillies going into Atlanta for a big four-game series. If you remember, it was just a week ago, not even a week ago, the Phillies were heading into Atlanta for a four-game series. And uh, if they could have swept them, they would have been right in the thick of the playoff race. Instead, the Phillies actually got swept this past weekend, and technically they're you know out of the playoff mix. But uh, we talked a little baseball when Paul was on with us last Thursday. But then um, I was talking to him about something even deeper, and it had to do with um, it had to do with his, his, a book he wrote. It's called Free Bird, uh, and it's a play on I guess Leonard Skinner's Free Bird, but it's. F-R-E-E, and then B-Y-R-D is the second word. So I asked him if it's still available. It's something he put out there. Here he goes. Still available on Amazon. Uh, yeah, it was a bestseller. It is rated R. Um, it is, you know, has my battles in baseball with, and unfortunately, it is what it is. I wrote it for my kids to try and help them. Yeah. Um, and it turned into writing for other people and then I speak to colleges and we'll lead some retreats and things and yeah so it was about my struggle with pornography it was about my struggle with the the, the game and my faith in the game hmm. um and difficult things that I learned it's also about joyous triumphs where when I had my first boy when I you know was able to share some of my failures and some of my struggles with my my wife and, and particularly the sexual sin that I was going through and how my wife showed me grace and how we had our first little boy. Hmm. There's a lot of redemption in that story. It's messy, but I'm very proud of it. And, um, Amen. you know, it's certainly something that a lot of people have. I don't know. It's not about them liking the book, but it's more about, hey, this really helped me. Yeah. And thank you for being open. And I'm glad that I wrote it. And, yes, it is still available. That's Paul Bird calling us. You may have even hear him, the, the voice cracking a little bit with the emotion as he recount, you know, recounted telling some of that story. Again, the book is called Free Bird. I can tell you for the several years he was in this market at the Phillies and I was covering the team, very genuine guy. He would go from talking with the reporters to turning around and talking with me about his faith, like, like, like it was the next question. He just went right into it. Very open, and if you look up that book, Free Bird, he talks about other things like uh, rooting for. You know, it's competitive. You ever wonder if these athletes are truly a hundred percent rooting for each other because they're on the same team? But there's struggles, you know, with well, what if somebody else is doing better than you are? They might take your job, or if you're on a pitching staff, you uh, yeah, you root for everybody else, but you want to make sure you're doing well too. And it becomes harder to, to root for other people sometimes if they're doing well and you're struggling. Uh, and, and he talks he talks about that. It actually reminds me of a, a, a quote a friend of mine said. He says, sometimes when you're a Christian, it's easy to, when Jesus said, mourn with those who mourn and, you know, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Sometimes it's easier to uh, mourn with people because their their situation is, you know, worse than yours potentially, or, or it's it's a harder time. You can say, oh, I'm really sorry. But when it comes to rejoicing with other people, somebody else got the job or got a job and you're like, well, good for you. But what about me? There's a temptation. I've never forgotten that. There's a friend of my dad's who said that to me a number of years ago. I'm like, you know what? I got to remember that. I want to be intentional to tell other people, um, you know, I'm glad for you when that, when you got that, when that good thing happened to you, whatever it might be. And uh, so in any case, it's just a, a side thought there, but that's Paul Bird who was on with us as he was driving to the ballpark uh, just a week ago before the Phillies and Braves series, and his book is called Free Bird. I want to take a brief break, and then, um, you know what, let me do this. Uh, let me, up oh, 10. I don't know what you mean. Oh, all right. My, 
Yeah, we're good. All right. So my understanding is we had a little uh, warning on the air about the weather. So I'm just pausing there for a second. But I'll tell you what, we're going to head into a break here. But before we do, let me give you a little other, just a very brief piece of what Paul Bird also had to share, because it's going to tie into our next giveaway. Have our toll-free number handy. I'll tell you what it's for soon. The number to have is 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. But this is what Phillies, former Phillies pitcher and Braves pitcher and broadcaster Paul Bird also added during our chat together last week. Our old buddies from Apologetics, when last time I was in Pittsburgh, they met me at the mall and gave me a bunch of their stuff. And I was <laughs> able to say hello to those guys again and reconnect because, as you know, they used to play in the Phillies clubhouse a little bit. Yeah, so that's Paul Bird on our next giveaway. Apologetics is actually a Christian parody band. We had Jay Jackson, the lead singer from that band, on our show. And uh, we're going to play a clip from Jay and give away their newest CD called Nietzsche. Uh, and it's a parody. We'll, we'll actually play a song from it. In fact, you know what? While, while we're doing the break, why don't we go ahead and, and ask you to call in? Might as well. 800-560-9345. Call in. We'll take a random caller to pick up their newest CD and we'll play a clip from it out of the break here on AM 560. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. It's 429 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Let's make a winner of the Apologetics CD. Hello. Hey, Timmy D. Who's this? This is Chris Cooter. How are you? Hey, Chris. How you been? Good, man. Good. I'm glad to hear you back on the radio. It's fun to be back and fun to incorporate some music and sports and other things, too. We're just getting started, so... Uh, and yeah, and part of that's always making people win things or letting people win. Or that's whatever. right. So have you, have, you know, apologetics is music. Are you familiar with it? Absolutely. I've been to a couple of their shows. Okay, good. Well, we had Jay on about a week or two ago and he gave us some copies of their CD to hand out. So I'll put you on hold and Joe is going to get your info and hook you up. Fantastic. Thanks, Tim. You're welcome, Chris. Have a great day. Where are you calling from today? You- uh, actually, I'm calling from traffic on the blue route. <laughs> <laughs> Two hands are on the wheel. All right. Very good. Absolutely. All right. All right. We're going to play an example of uh, something from their CD. It's called Nietzsche, N-I-C-H-E-Y. I actually sent a text to Jay a little while ago, and he said, technically, that's how we do pronounce it, although it can be pronounced other ways. And uh, so, anyway, that's that's the, what's, that's how it's pronounced. Uh, this is a takeoff on the, uh, Van Halen. And also Kings did this group, uh, song, You Really Got Me, is the original. And this is changed to You're Really Godly, based on Proverbs 31. Let's see if I can get this queued up. And here we go. Give you a little sample of Apologetics' music. Listen to AM560 WFIL. Quite a jam there. That's Apologetics. They have over 50 albums ranging from way back, the old stuff at Elvis Presley, right through the 70s and modern day music, all sorts of styles. I'd say rock is their specialty, but they do pop and all kinds of things. So if you haven't checked them out yet, apologetics.com is their site. It's A P O L O G E T 
IX. Chris on the Blue Root uh, or 95 is picking up that CD. We'll give another uh, another copy of that away after I give you a little sample of uh, our chat with the lead singer of Apologetics. And if you're just tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show here, we've been on just for a couple of weeks. And uh, part of what we're doing, uh, there's a lot of different uh, angles to what we're doing. But one of them uh, certainly is to have, to have artists on, music and sports and other areas of, uh, in our culture. But um, not just on a national level, but a local level. And Apologetics is actually kind of somewhere in between. Uh, they're based in Pittsburgh. And they, uh, but they've toured, uh, they've been in all the states, they've been in other countries too, uh, but they, they've been in, in our neck of the woods in the tri-state area, on this end of the state, if you will. And uh, so in any case, Jay Jackson, the lead singer, has been in studio with the band, and uh, I just wanted, uh, part of the interview we had with Jay, I guess this was in the first week of the program, I guess we're three weeks in now, um, I asked Jay, the lead singer of Apologetics, to just share a little bit about uh, how God got a hold of him in the first place. As far as doing, you know, he didn't just start off wanting to be a band. It, it actually goes deeper than that because God got a hold of him uh, earlier than that. So here we go with what Jay Jackson, lead singer of Apologetics, had to say. And after we're done, a little clip here with Jay, we'll give another copy of the CD away. So I have our toll-free number handy for that, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. You'll need that in just a few minutes. Here we go with Jay. Sure, let's see if I can do this quickly, uh, for your sake. Well, um, that's fine. Take your time. I grew up in a pretty religious family. I grew up in a Catholic family. Went to 12 years of Catholic school. My great aunt was a nun. Uh, I was a choir boy. I was a cantor. I was in, you know, folk group, folk mass, whatever. I, I was religious, and I always had a heart for God. I just didn't know for sure. I didn't know a lot of the details. I did pay attention in religious class a lot more than the other kids in my class. I found out in retrospect over the years talking to them. I was like, you remember that? I, don't remember. I did, and I, I, I used to. I wanted to please God, and I used to think, boy, it would be so cool to be one of Jesus' disciples. I mean, I could never be good enough to do that, but, but I remember like listening to Jesus Christ Superstar and Godspell and watching Jesus of Nazareth, the movie, and just having that. But as you get older, and I was a, a lot of kids thought of me as a goody two-shoes, like a, a really, I was the, the moral kid in the neighborhood. You know, I, my, my best friend's mother as a kid once paid me to babysit him. Okay, that's how much they trusted me, and they knew. I mean, I'm serious. I was two years older than he, but she paid me to eat snacks and babysit him. So um, that's that's the way other people felt about me. But I knew I was just as bad as anybody else. I wasn't trying to project myself as, as anything other than, than, than how I was. And as I grew older, you go through adolescence and your teen years, there's all kinds of temptation, you know, particularly sexual temptation and things. And, and and, and things start happening, and, and you're, all of a sudden you got this guilty conscience, and I, I can't go to confession anymore and tell the priest about this, because like, oh, man, nobody in the world's ever done what I've done. Yeah. I don't know the Bible says, you know, no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. I didn't know that all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. And, and so I had this, this, this dichotomy, and, you know, or whatever, within me, where it's like, I want to please God, but on the other hand, uh, you know, I, I I want to please my flesh too. And the older I got, the more I wanted to please my flesh. You get to college, well, you get to high school, and even though I'm in a religious school, there's all these cool kids who are agnostics, and they're some of the smartest kids. And you're thinking, well, they must have read the Bible. I they never read the Bible. I didn't know that. You know, they I figured they made a, an educated you know decision, and they looked at everything. They didn't. Mm. But then I get to college, and I'm thinking, you know, uh, I'm, I'm I'm horrible. I get there, and the people there. They're monsters of iniquity, Tim. They're, they're monsters of iniquity as far as, as far as 
they're just doing whatever they want, and they don't care. And and I felt like ASAP in the Psalms, even though I, I I never thought of myself as a good person. I thought surely in vain if I kept my heart pure. Yeah. Because look at this. This stuff happens. Nothing happens to them. And so I started indulging in those things. And even so, I guess there was still a tight rein on what I did, and people still didn't believe I was as bad as I thought I was. But but I knew, I I, I knew I was bad, and it got more and more. You drift into agnosticism, you know, kind of not sure if there is a God because then you're not sure there's a punishment for what you do. And then eventually, even into atheism for a while, you know, pretending there's no God. But I was uh, at Super Bowl Sunday, 1988. I was out of college and I was dating a girl. I was in a relationship with her I shouldn't have been in. And um, she lived next door to a church. She was a church organist, as a matter of fact. And I wow. Next door in an empty church. And uh, Super Bowl Sunday it was the, the Redskins. Uh, against the uh, Denver, uh, Denver Broncos, that, that historic year when Doug Williams had all the touchdown passes. And um, I just poured my heart out to God. I wasn't feeling, beforehand, I wasn't thinking, oh, i gotta, I got to change my life. I'm going to go on the railroad tracks. Nothing. I just, I don't, it, just, it was like on a whim, you know. God compelled me. I went there and uh, poured my heart out to him. And I said, look, I don't, I don't know what. I don't know for sure if you're there, but if you're there, I, I need you in my life. I, I, I don't have anything I can offer to you now. If I ever did, I don't know. And I think of, you know, there's a hell I'm going to go. I don't want to go. I need you to come into my life. And frankly, Ken, when I got done, I probably didn't, you know, I, I went back to my girlfriend's apartment and I didn't like end the relationship or anything. So, but in the weeks that followed, it was like I started picking up the Bible again. I picked it up a year earlier and tried to do it in my own strength, but I started picking it up and, uh, so much to the point that she kicked me out. It, she kicked me out of her apartment because <laughs> I wanted to talk about the Bible. I didn't want to do anything else. And so, uh, that's funny. We, uh, yeah. And, and she eventually, it's funny because then she had second thoughts and called me back trying to get back together. And I'm like, no, no, I can't. And I ended up having a chance to share with her about my own life and confessing about my own sins. And she turned around and said, I want this. And she became a born again Christian. Wow. So we, we were better friends after we broke up. And then she, uh, anyway, so it just, it's wow. snowballed. I started reading the Bible, read it cover to cover, over and over, never stopped. And now here I am, you know, wife and five kids, and been a born-again Christian now for 30 years. That's Jay Jackson, lead singer of Apologetics. And just so you know, the 50 albums were birthed out of that Bible study, and he talks about all the time. He reads through the Bible every year. So if you go through the Apologetics uh, albums, you'll see songs on all sorts of topics. If you're a pastor or know somebody who is, or you're leading a Bible study, their material is great because you can probably find a song for even the most obscure passage. Um, probably half the songs that, that that the apologetics do. When you look, you're like, "Where's that from? Oh, wow! That's who does songs on Nabal in the old in the Old Testament or whatever it might be." So that all said, apologetics' newest CD is called Nietzsche, N-I-C-H-E-Y. Part of the reason they say this is because they're a niche band for a niche audience. In the sense that the Christian you know music world generally appreciates them the most. Uh, so let's give away a copy of that. 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. I'd love to give you a little sample of one more song on the record that's really cool. But before we do, let's give give one more copy away. 800-560-9345. First one through. We'll hook you up with a free copy of Apologetics' Nietzsche CD. Let's do it right now. Hello. Good afternoon. What's your name? Hello. Hi. Who's this? This is James Harvey. Hey, James. Where are you from? Uh, Pottstown. Thank you for calling in. You're a winner, my friend. Awesome. Thank you. You're more than welcome. We'll get your info off the air and uh, get you hooked up. Have you been listening to the station for a while? or 
20 uh, some years. That's a while. <laughs> <laughs> you think? So you're a veteran. We should have like a, a special something for you award or I don't know what. We'll think of something. So. Hey, I came back to Jesus and I've been listening ever since. That's great. I'm glad we can be we can be here for you to uh, to support you in, in your walk. So I'll put you on hold, and Joe will get will take care of that. Thanks again for calling Thank in. Thank you, brother. You're more than welcome. I put uh, put James on hold there. Let me give you a little sample. This is one other song, just a, a little bit of um, the you remember the group, the Traveling Wilburys, which was made up of Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, Roy Orbison, Greg Harrison of the Beatles, and Jeff Lynne, and they had a song called Handle with Care which apologetics has changed to handle with prayer. So, and if you're curious, part of what's fun about the band is it's the lyrics, but it's also the music. Um, Our production director, Doug, as a side note, has said to me when he listens to these CDs, he's like, I don't think people understand that it's one thing to replicate notes and it's another thing to replicate the sound. You can play the same chords and not sound like the band, but apologetics is very painstaking about they approach this in that way to make sure that the, the overall sound is as close to the original as possible. Here you go, give you a little sample. Traveling Mulberries, handle with prayer. Wind speed up and batted us round. Waves swept up, but I did not drown. What a blessing to find solid ground. Man, though we were scared. Then too crazed, unchainable. Men with demons follow us all Yeah, they were more than horrible And though we were scared I saw fired up demons moaning Christ still had control of them But he showed these gatherings he cared Everybody Got some brothers to lead you. Let's just watch them exercise. Indeed. Apologetics is a sample from their niche CD. We'll go to a brief break, come back at you with more. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL. It's 4.45 on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL. Forecast cloudy, a few showers tonight. Thunder showers possible, low around 68. On the cloudy side tomorrow, might get a few showers later in the day, high up to 84. Thursday, still kind of cloudy, but some sun in there as well. 73 for the high. Uh, Over the first several weeks of this program, we've had some national figures, some local figures. We've had local figures who have traveled the world. One of them is someone I'd like to give you a little, just today as we're taking some time to do several different things. We've given away some Six Flags tickets, some apologetic CDs. I think we'll try and slip in one more giveaway before the hour's over. Uh, but I want to introduce you, if you did not hear this, this was last Friday. This is a gentleman named Matthew Newell, and he is the director of a place called the Family Hope Center. They're based in Norristown, Pennsylvania, and uh, they're a place that my wife and I have gone for the last 12 years for our daughter, Tori, who's 12 and a half. And uh, she's severely disabled. She uh, almost died when she was six months old. Prior to that, she had a lot of problems, uh, feeding tube and um, seizures and, you know, failure to thrive and just summed up as global developmental delay. Like the, the doctors tried the whole first year of her life to figure her out, really never did. And as that was, which is okay, they were trying. But as, as we were dovetailing out of kind of that, uh, the doctor visits and the appointments and the specialists, we came across this place and the director, uh, Matthew, is a believer as well. 
um, is a brain develop, developmentalist and teaches parents, uh, you know, kind of how to build. What, do, what does wellness look like? What's a healthy brain look like? And then how do you proactively build it? So uh, I just want to give you a little sample of of the conversation we had last week because basically, if you know of anybody with a neurological challenge, could it be ADD or autism or or epilepsy or bipolar or a lot of different initials, can be PDD, NOS, and all of that. Uh, it's a place that we found a lot of help at. But I want to let him to kind of explain. Uh, in his own words, how they're not really about labels, correct? Here we go. No, we like to map the brain. The brain runs on a level of hierarchical complexity. You know, God designed it. We just wrote it down. And uh, we have a chart that allows us to measure the medulla oblongata, the pons, the brain stem, the thalamus, the basal ganglia, the cortex, the cerebellum, and the limbic system. Now, these may all be mysterious words to everybody out there. Yeah. But they're actually different parts of the brain run different functions. And when we map the brain across the visual pathway, the hearing pathway, the tactile pathway, the mobility pathway, the manual pathway, the emotional pathway, and the language pathway, we can come up with a three-dimensional picture of a child's brain that takes the mystery out of where all these symptoms are coming from. And parents, I find when you teach them this in a very straightforward way they they see the awesomeness of the brain whoa that's what's going on oh now i understand why my child's eyes go cross now i understand why he's hypersensitive when he goes to a party oh now i understand why his feet turn in now i understand why he's struggling to get along with his brothers and sisters or he he can't calm down while he's crying why now i understand why he struggles to follow a three-step request yeah or gets confused and forgets things Oh, he's not being lazy. He's all kids want to be heroes to their parents. All kids want to be successful. And when they struggle, they're confused too. And when we yeah. see it the way it is, the labels aren't really telling us anything. They're just taking us away into a symptomatic pathway. Oh, if he has this, let's give him this medication. If we have this, let's manage it this way. If we have this, let's do this. And you know, I was just reading a statistic that 1995, there was a statistic that said 6.1% of the children from 4 to 18 had developmental neurological issues. Now, in 2017, it's 10.1%. So the neurological struggles that kids are having either are being more identified or they're increasing. And parents are frustrated and they want to know, how can I step in and be at the head of the table? Not be alone. How can I really understand my child? And that's what we do. We as therapists realize that parents were the central place to be. That if we partnered with parents and we showed them and we coached them and we taught them that we could do this together and they don't have to be alone. And that's why we've been able to see kids from 34 different countries and thousands of children make wonderful results because the brain grows and parents, the love of the parent is evident in the healing process. This is Matthew Newell, who was on the program with us last Friday. He's the director of the Family Hope Center. That hour totally flew by because he just, he has so much information to share. So I just want to give you a little snippet of, again, as you've been just tuning in this hour, I've been kind of dedicating to just looking back over the first few weeks of this program and giving you a cross-section of the kind of thing you can hopefully expect in the days to come as well, and um, including information. Because, you know, there's a lot of ways that, um, I guess I guess if I had to sum it up, 
Well, I, I said this. I've said this a couple times the first few weeks, but my hope for this program is that it's it's kind of like the Christian life on the radio. You know, off the air, I want to be the same as I am on. And so, my life off the air consists certainly of times I'm in church and I'm worshiping God very clearly and directly. I, Jesus is my Savior. There's no doubt about it, and that's why I, I, I credit for my life and why I'm here. And, and the Scripture is very clear about you know, for from Him and through Him and to Him are all things. So. That's where I stand. Uh, then I have a lot of spokes coming out of that in different dimensions, uh, you know, whether it's in the music, music world or sports world, certain friendships. I have a lot of friends who are not Christians, and we have good friendships, and we have times of talking about the Lord. So um, my hope is that this, this time together is helpful to you. It could be times where you're going to laugh a lot. It could be times where you get to call in and just win something for fun. It could be something where you're learning something. Uh, but all, all for God's glory— and uh, some of it more direct, and some of it will be a little more on the on the on the periphery. Even building, you know, honestly, if I had opportunities to have uh, people on the program, and I hope to, who don't know the Lord, but maybe we get just in some insight. Would you like to have a conversation with, you know, say a public figure, a movie star, or a politician, or just someone where you could know what what they're thinking about? Because last time I checked, Jesus died not just for me, but for the sins of the whole world. And so, as long as there's time, I hope to be part of that, reaching out. You know, I like to say Jesus died for you, but not just for you. <laughs> so let's uh, let's have that outward focus also. I want to make another winner of Six Flags tickets coming out of this break. We're going to take a brief break and wrap up our show. I might have time for one more quick clip from the Philly fanatic, Tom Burgoyne, uh, a very good friend of the fanatic, was in with us. We'll try and slip that in. We're going to give away Six Flags tickets here in just a moment. Have our number ready. We'll ask you to call in after the break, 800 800- 560 WFIL. Not just yet, but have it ready. 800-560-9345. That's coming up in just a couple minutes on WFIL. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for listening in today. 455 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Uh, in the first few weeks of our program's existence, we had Tom Burgoyne, very good friend of the Philly Fanatic, join us. Uh, he has a book out called Feel the Love, P-H-E-E-L, Feel the love. It's based on the fact that when people hear about the fanatic, they often say, I just love the fanatic. And over time, he was thinking, well, what is it about the fanatic that people love? And so the book is actually a a, kind of a business model book about how do you get people to love your business? So here's what he had to say. You know, we tell it in a way where the where you can relate to it with the fanatic. But uh, we came up with the DNA of love, which is um, uh, the first thing. If you if you want to be more loving, you have to first decide to be loving. And I think when the fanatic was created, he was back in 1978. It was Bill Giles and the Phillies organization, and uh, they they got uh, Bonnie Erickson from the Jim Henson. Uh, you know, uh, she was doing Muppets for Jim Henson and Miss Piggy and all the big Muppets. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie made. She's the one who made you know the Philly fanatic and the fanatic. They knew was going to be a character. They they knew they had decided at that moment that this character is going to be out there loving our fans and they're going to hopefully love them back. I don't think uh, the Phillies were sure yet, but, um, but there's a decision that you have to make. If I I just spoke to 160 sales reps uh, last month and you know, they go out and make a sales call or they pick up the phone and make a sales call. It's like, well, not everybody you call on is somebody maybe you you like personally, or maybe they're, you know, they're not happy and you know, maybe it's not going to be the greatest you know, call, but you have to stop and decide, okay, no, whatever happens here, Mm. I'm going to decide, you know, to be loving in this situation. And then you go on your sales call and then you, and you notice 
opportunities where you can be loving. You have to, and I think most salespeople are, are trained to do that, you know, yeah. to kind of look for opportunities where they can help that, you know, that customer. Yes. Um, so they're, they're noticing opportunities to love. And then A is the action. You know, how do you act on it? And um, for the fanatic, Tim, as you know, that's the fun part. <laughs> the, the fanatic can shine a bald head. Uh, you know, that, when he shines a bald head, it just means he loves you. you yes. know? Or if he spills popcorn all over you, you know, that's his loving act. That's Tom Burgoyne, very good friend of the Philly Fanatic, the book Feel the Love. One way we like to love our listeners is to give away free stuff. So let's hand out our last pair of Six Flags tickets for today right now, 800 560 Nine three four five eight hundred five sixty. That's WFIL or again one eight hundred five sixty nine three four five. First one through right now picks up two tickets to Six Flags Great Adventure and uh, includes the safari as well. And we'll uh, make that winner and hook you up. Mail those out tomorrow. Eight hundred five sixty nine three four five, and we'll make that winner. Also coming up, Jim uh, Maxim from Acts four thirteen Ministries. Going to pray. Hello, what's your name? Hi, what's your name? My name is Julie. And where are you from? Um, I'm from Mullica Hill, New Jersey. Congratulations, you're a winner. Hang on, we'll get your info off the air. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.